family. I'm Andy Bates. We are broadcasting live from LSS Dunn Road Manor today, and it is a joy to be here. It is one of LSS's greatest, uh, well, one of the fine, affordable income communities in Florissant, Missouri, and it is a privilege to be on location meeting friends here at Dunn Road Manor and learning more about the community day. Lots of stories to share. I want to say thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for their great support of Faith and Family. Find out more about them on our website, kfuo.org. Look for Concordia University, Wisconsin in the sponsor section. Well, Dunn Road Manor is an affordable housing community, and what better person to talk to with LSS to learn more about affordable housing than Susan Hutchinson. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. Glad to have some time with you. Thanks so much for having me out to Dunroad Manor today. I, I can't wait to learn more about it. Tell us a little bit about what you do for LSS. I am the Executive Director of Affordable Housing. I've been with LSS for almost 17 years. I have 35 years of working with older adults, the majority of that, doing affordable housing in Kentucky and in Missouri. Um, it is a calling for me. It has always been a calling for me. I have such an affinity for seniors, and this is my way of giving back for all the good things that ever happened to me in my life. So what is, well, we're going to meet some friends here at Dunroad Manor uh, and learn more about affordable housing. Tell me about the friend that you uh, brought today that I get to meet. Well, I brought a very special person. Her name is Yvonne. She's been living at Dunroad Manor for the last 10 years and recently just moved into our newer addition. And I think what I would like to do is just have Yvonne say hello to everybody and tell a little bit about herself. Yvonne? Thank you and good morning, everyone. Um, I am a mother of two, a veteran of the Women's Army Corps, and a grandmother, and I love where I live. Well, good. What made you decide to come to Dunroad Manor to begin with? Well, actually, one of the uh, residents here, I met her at a senior camp, the Salvation Army senior camp, and um, I was telling her I, I was looking for someplace comfortable and safe was my biggest concern was being safe, and she invited me to her apartment, and I put my name on the list and I'm here. Well, obviously that was almost 10 years ago. So there's something about this community that really makes you feel like it's home. Can you talk about that? Sure. There's a, a fellowship here. There's a, I call it a sisterhood. I am the oldest of seven, so I never had big sisters. But now I have big sisters here. It's just a loving and caring community. And like I said, the, for me, the most important thing was safety. Um, as you age, at least for me, I always wanted to feel safe. I don't like uh, the surrounding, you know, when you're in an environment where you're just uncomfortable, it's just not good. But here, there, not only is it loving, but it's secure. And that's what I liked. Okay. That was my main thing. That's great. You mentioned that there's fellowship here and you feel safe here. Well, let's dig into those a little bit more. Tell me about what makes you feel safe at Dunroad Manor, and then also tell me about your friendships that you've uh, developed here at Dunroad Manor. Uh, the safety issue is that we have around-the-clock security. Uh, you have to. No one can just walk in and out. The building. I know. I mean, I <laughs> you just can't walk in and out. So uh, 
anyone that comes in has to be admitted by a tenant. The um, fellowship, when I first got here, we have a floor monitor. She welcomed me. She made me feel comfortable. And also there's, um, we, they check on each other. There's a little sign that we had that you put outside your door that says, I'm okay. Someone knocks on your door in the morning to check to make sure you're okay. And I thought that that was just wonderful. This is a community for people. I think some people get it confused and they think it's an old folks home, quote, unquote. I hate that because I'm not an old folks. And I, I still, I'm very active. I, I do a lot of activities and I travel a lot. So when I'm gone, I'm, I can be comfortable that my home is secure. This is, uh, we have an overnight guard downstairs and there's someone at the desk almost all day long. So people just don't walk in and out. And I think that's, uh, for seniors, I think that's one of the most important issues. Well, I, I, I have to make a correction. I was able to get in, but I was greeted by someone who was very friendly and made sure that I was here for the right reasons. It wasn't that I wasn't let in. That's not true. Well, it, it sounds like you've, you've really made connections with others in the community, said you're very active. And, you know, one of the misconceptions is that this is an old folks home uh, and, and and that has a, a negative connotation that this is where, you know, that's a a lethargic or sedentary community. But what I'm hearing from you is that is far from the truth. How are you active? How are you active as an individual? How are you active as a community? Okay. Here at Dunn Road Manor, there is something going on every day. Now, me personally, I am a red hat lady. I'm the secretary at my church. And I do things all the time. And like I said, I love to travel. So I do travel a good deal. But here at Dunroe Manor, there's something going on in our multi-purpose room all the time. There's exercise in the morning. We have a prayer group on Mondays. There's coffee and donuts on Wednesdays. We have a food pantry on Thursday. And um, there's just something going on all the time. We play bingo in the evenings. So there's always activities for you to do. No one has to be isolated in in their room, you, in your apartment, you can just come out. And you're popular, too. <laughs> My God. Well, she thought she turned it off. <laughs> well, didn't you just have a big Thanksgiving dinner here, too? Uh, the staff gave us a Thanksgiving dinner. They all, we also have a big Christmas function. And let's see, there's a card games on Fridays. I mean, it's just always something going on. We enjoy each other's company. It's just a wonderful place to be. I, I personally, I, I've never been happier with my living arrangements, even when I had my own home. I own the world. Oh, excuse me. Welcome to live radio. <laughs> well, it, it's, it, I think you, you've proven your point though. Uh, that that this isn't a, a, a sedentary life. This is a, a life that, that is fulfilling and that is active, not uh, I, I'm just going to sit around and do nothing. You're obviously very popular, too. <laughs> tell me about, uh, you, you said there's a sisterhood here. That Tell me about the friends that you've made and that, that connection with others, how, uh, how you spend time with them, how you interact. What has been... Um, what ha tell me about those relationships. What's been most meaningful to you? Or maybe pick out one relationship to tell us about that, that's been most meaningful to you here. 
I've had uh, one. I'm going to say one thing. I, I moved from the this side of the to the other side. I had four other tenants came to help me. I didn't ask them. They just showed up. Oh, you're moving. Can we help? Can I help you? So they just came out. It's just. I, I, it's hard to explain, but it's just a camaraderie here. Everybody talks to everybody. I had the most wonderful next door neighbor that I think's gonna. She's uh, uh, she's 93, I think. Just adorable. Uh, we had uh, we joined. My mom died a few years back, so I had plant. Miss Blanche is the plant lady. So they're all living and they're beautiful. And we just kind of latched on. I mean, that's just what happens. There's there's nothing here that I know that ever had animosity or people coming in and doing things. There are no break-ins. There are no, we're secluded so that if you don't know we're here, you won't know we're here. So we don't get a lot of outside traffic coming in and out. It's just a pleasant, comfortable, and secure place to live. I think one of the nicest things about the way at least Lutheran Senior Services does affordable housing is we're more than the bricks and mortar. We're a neighborhood. We're a family. Um, and, and so when Yvonne talks about the relationships that she's built over the last 10 years, she, she's talking about what it would be like if she lived on a street and saw her neighbors every day and, and sat on the front porch and had coffee, that sort of thing. It, you, you build these relationships with people that will last you for the rest of your life and that's what makes the difference between an apartment complex and a community and that's what i'm hearing i hear words like community and life and active it's not about facilities or buildings the the buildings and the facilities that that you have are are nice it's it's a it's a beautiful community and very uh, and a new addition to the building as well um, and let's talk about that because I understand Yvonne has, has recently moved to the, the uh, newer part of the community. Tell us a little bit about that, Susan. Well, we were fortunate to be able to get low-income housing tax credits to add another 36 units onto Dunn Road. Um, we've actually been looking to expand Dunn Road for, well, 15 out of the 17 years I've been here. Um, and we had a hard time finding the funding to do that. Um, we were fortunate to get the low-income housing tax credits, which allows us to have individuals move in with us who have a slightly higher income than what we had in the original Dunn Road Manor, because Dunn Road Manor is um, the, the 202 section, which is the original section, is governed by housing and urban development. So there are strict guidelines about income. To get into that, there is income limits to get into the, into the low-income housing tax credits, which we refer to as LIHTC because it's a whole lot easier to say. Um, but they're about four to five thousand dollars more per year, um, so it opens it, it gets it closer to that middle-income group of people who have such a hard time finding housing such as what we provide. So we actually were able to to get the building opened by August. We're in the middle of a rent up right now. As a matter of fact, if anybody would like to come out today to see what our new addition is, we actually have an open house from one to four this afternoon. The address is 3399 Dunn Road. Um, if, if 
you're, it's between Newhouse Ferry and West Florissant. You need to turn in the driveway that's right by the Lion's Choice. That's the easiest way to find it. Anyway, from 1 to 4, and we'll be able to 774, and we'll be glad to show you around. The, the, uh, the newer wing... I had a chance to visit that the other day, and I know that uh, LSS will have some videos and pictures of it later on, but I had a chance to hang out there for a little bit, and it was, it was magnificent. It was very quiet. I, I almost took a nap because <laughs> I was working and, and uh, preparing for today, and it was just so peaceful and calm. There was a nice green outside the window, and I just felt like I was at home, and I wanted to stay, but I had to get back to the office. But it was just very calm and uh, relaxing and quiet. Uh, now, Yvonne, you had the opportunity to move into one of the newer apartments. Tell me about that, uh, about that process when you found out about the new apartments and how you were able to, uh, to make that, that, uh, that transition, what that transition was like. Um. When I, excuse me, I talked to our manager, we were talking about the new building and I was like, well, I probably, I would like to go there. But at the time, the income, my income, I'm like, oh, but then I turned around and I thought, well, I don't know what my father might do. And I mean, my father, God. And so he, when I made that petition, he granted, I got to move. I love my apartment. I went from a one bedroom to a two bedroom. So now I just walk from door to window to bathroom to bedroom. I just walk back and forth. I'm so excited to have so much room. It's a very luxurious apartment. And as she said, we have washer, dryer, dishwasher, which I've never had. And I remember my mama saying, I have seven dishwashers. I don't need that. <laughs> so I've never had a dishwasher. Uh, so this is it's all, it's new to me, and I love it. It's a, it's a gorgeous place, and they really did a nice job. The design of the two-bedroom, just when I first saw it, I thought, oh, I need to live here. But I didn't think I would be able to, but now I am. And I do love it. It's, it's beautiful. Thank you. It's a beautiful, and like you said, it's quiet, it's peaceful. Uh, it's just a wonderful place to be for me. Uh, well, no, I think it would be wonderful for anyone, actually. It's very nice. Speaking about the design of the apartment, it was—I I noticed that it was—it was open and spacious, uh, and 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 very accommodating in a number of ways. You mentioned some of the amenities, you know, the having a dishwasher, and uh, the the unit I was in had a washer and dryer right there in the unit. Uh, it was—it was very nice. I really didn't want to leave. <laughs> it was. <laughs> We'll we'll talk more about the the requirements here in just a little bit, or you know some of those myths about affordable housing. Yvonne, what is I mean, you shared some of your story today? What's your advice to the person listening today who may or may not have thought of affordable housing before, but they they or a loved one is uh, they're living in a community where maybe it's time to make a change. And we'll find out more about what those requirements are. But what's your advice to someone who might be thinking about making a move, making a change? For those that are my age or approaching my age, I feel like this is the perfect place to be income-wise and socially 
emotionally. There's all wonderful support here. We have a service coordinator, social worker who is excellent. Uh, she will help you in any way that she needs to. Our manager is wonderful. Our uh, leasing clerk, every all the staff here, caring, loving people. Also, once again, my, my pick point is security. When you get my age, you don't want to worry peeping over your shoulder, getting out of your car, trying to come home with groceries or whatever you might have, trying to get in the house, looking over here, looking over there. Here, it's, it's none of that. It's just safe, secure, and you will be greeted with love wherever you go, from the, from the office all the way through the building. People here, it just, uh, it's amazing how people just have migrated. People here care about each other. Um, if you're sick, there's someone going to knock on your door, make sure you don't need anything. We call each other. We have a tenants association where we discuss issues in the building and uh, things that we think are not exactly right, and we want we are able to go to management and work out those issues. But it's a wonderful, safe place to be. Well, I'd like to take some time to to expound on what – uh, Yvonne has shared about her experience. She mentioned, you know, if, if, if her advice to someone who is approaching her age. What are some of the the myths? What are some of the facts that we need to know, Susan, about affordable housing? What are the the age requirements? What are those types of things that we need to know about affordable housing? Ready? Ready. All right. Okay. Myths. I think the the first one that I would like to to get rid of is when people think of affordable housing, they think of the Cabrini Greens and the Pruitt Igos and, and, and it's always the bad apple that everybody talks about and knows about. The majority of affordable housing is not like that. Um, we take pride in what we do and, and my colleagues across St. Louis that I have known for years who are also in the business would never dream of doing a Pruitt Igo. Um, we have to maintain our buildings. We get inspected by HUD on a regular basis, and if we don't meet their expectations, we're in trouble. We have to get it fixed. But but mostly, we're very careful about the people that we let in to the buildings. Um, yes, for for the original Dunroad Manor, you have to be 62. For the Litech, you have to be 55. But we also do criminal background checks on everyone because we're introducing new neighbors to this community. And so we want to make sure that we're induce, introducing good new neighbors. So if, if you, we have to do the, the national um, sex offender list. Um, and if you're on that list, you don't get in. Um, if you've had any kind of drug conviction ever in your life, HUD says you can't get in. So that's part of our tenant selection plan. Um, I ha have turned down a number of people because their backgrounds have been shady. And I, I don't want to, when safety is such an issue to our residents, I don't want to introduce somebody to the building that is going to jeopardize that safety. 
Um, another thing is, like she said, it's not a nursing home. It's not an old folks home. Um, these are very lively, active people. We have one resident here who turned 101, and, and she's just as active. as She runs circles around me. She's amazing. Um, she's a retired nurse. Um, she's, she's, she's not giving up. She's, she's just going to keep going, and we're going to do everything we can to get her there. Um, another myth is that it's just another apartment building, and it's not. Um, we have lots of um, programs here. Um, we actually just received an award from the American Association of Service Coordinators, a national award for the Innovative Program of the Year um, for our Project Wellness, which I have talked about on, on KFUO before, um, where we're helping residents take charge of their health. And uh, later on in, in the interview, I think you'll get more in-depth with that particular thing. Um, there, there's a myth about, you know, that this is for poor people, meaning they have to be poverty level. Well, they don't. The, the income limits are based on the income, average income in the area in which it's located. So as far as St. Louis goes, even though the poverty level is somewhere between 12 and 13,000, Somebody can have $26,000 a year and move into the, the HUD building, and they can have $30,000 a year and move into the LIHTC. So you don't have to be dirt poor, and you don't have to have no assets to move in here. These have been hardworking people who, for circumstances beyond their control, don't have the kind of retirement that some other people may have, but they have the right to have a dignified retirement. And so if we're able to allow them to pay in the HUD 30% of their income to go towards rent, that leaves them another 90 or, you know, 60%, whatever. I can't do my math anyway, 70%. There we go. Um, to spend on, on, on food and, and medicine and activities and in some cases travel, you know, like Yvonne likes to do. Um, everybody has the right to live a good life. And so affordable housing is our way of making sure that those who are more financially disadvantaged are able to do that. That answers a lot of questions for me. I, I, that answers a lot of questions for me and, and I, I hope for our listeners as well. How do we find out more about affordable housing, about the communities? I know Dunroad Manor has a, an open house today from one to four to learn more about that, uh, to learn more about you know, this community and uh, to get those questions answered, to see the, uh, the model apartment here as well. Um, one to four, what was the address again? 3399 Dunn Road. In Florissant, Missouri. Uh, but how do we find out more, if we can't make it out to the, uh, to the open house today, how do we find out more about affordable housing or maybe uh, affordable housing closer to, if they don't live in this area, maybe another area around the St. Louis area? Well, there are a couple of ways you can do that. One is to go to our website, lssliving.org. And there is a whole section just for affordable housing where you can actually see pictures of every place and know where they're at. Um, if you need more information where you want to talk to somebody, you can call 968-9313 and say, I want information about affordable housing and you will get sent over to an expert who could tell you everything you ever wanted to know about where locations are, what has availability, what might not have availability. We'll talk you through it and help you to make the right decision. 
And if they're particularly interested in Dunroan Manor, the number is 314-830-2774. Is that right? 314-830-2774. Or come out today for the open house. Yvonne, are you going to be here for the open house today? Or or, Or do you have a busy schedule today? I have a few things to do, but I'll make sure I'm around. So if you want to come meet Yvonne <laughs> and see how an active, what an active life looks like in an affordable housing community, an LSS affordable housing community, come out to the, uh, the live open house today here at Dunroad Manor. That's just fantastic. Yvonne, thank you for sharing your story. I feel like you and I could talk for a couple more hours. Do you have another story you want to tell us? We have another two minutes if you want to tell us another story. This is a fun and active place to be. It's uh, full of activities all the time and people who really share what we do because we're all the same age. Everybody knows what you're going through. They know when you, when you say you don't feel well. Sometimes you just don't feel well, and it does happen. But there's a, just a, a really loving, caring community here, and I'm glad to be a part of it. And thank you for having me. It's a, it's a nice place where you have your privacy, but you don't have to if you don't want to. I think it's a, a good way to put it. It's, it's nice to have somebody right next door, but it's also nice to be able to shut your door and lock it if you need to. With just a, a, about a minute um, before we, we t- uh, move to a break here, uh, Susan, as you've heard Yvonne's story today and uh, Executive Director for Affordable Housing, and you've heard her story, what does that mean for you in your work with LSS to hear Yvonne's story of, being happy and content and living life to the fullest here at Dunroad Manor. It's why I don't have any trouble sleeping at night. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, I have, I have worked for faith-driven organizations my entire career. Um, this one in particular has given me so much joy because I get to meet people like Yvonne, and I get to see that what I've done or what we've done, not me, there's a whole group of people behind this. Um, We're actually fulfilling our mission of older adults living life to the fullest in such amazing ways. We are live at Dunroad Manor in Florissant, Missouri. It's an LSS affordable housing community visiting with our friends with Susan Hutchinson, Executive Director for Affordable Housing for LSS, and Yvonne. Thank you to both of you for being here today, for for sharing your community with me. We're going to head back. uh, I'm going to send it back to the studio to our producer, Sarah, in the studio, go to a quick break, and then we'll be back to share more stories from Dunroad Manor. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Concordia University, Wisconsin, and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs, and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu. 
This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Recently, the House of Representatives held a subcommittee hearing on the Heartbeat Protection Act, a bill that would end abortion once the baby's heartbeat can be detected. I watched the live online streaming of the proceedings. At one point, Chairman Steve King of Iowa showed an ultrasound and audio of Lincoln Glenn Miller, an 18-week-old unborn baby. During that time, pro-abortion representative Pramila Jayapal and Yale professor Priscilla Smith averted their eyes. They couldn't face this proof of humanity of the unborn child. They're guilty of flat earth science and intentionally keep it that way because reality conflicts with their politics. Reflecting the true facts, Chairman King said it's the first time an unborn baby has testified before Congress. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. We give thanks to God for 48 years of His grace and blessings on the ministry of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, 2211 Tenbrook Road, Arnold, Missouri, on the web at goodshepherdarnold.org. You are invited to join us as we continue to receive God's blessings every week through His Word and sacraments. Worship on Sunday at 9 a.m., Sunday School and Bible Class at 1030, Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, 2211 Tenbrook Road, Arnold, Missouri, on the web at goodshepherdarnold.org. Hi, this is Matt Harrison, president of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. One of the treasures of the church is the many volunteers who give so freely of their time in service to others. St. Mark tells us that the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. To all who share the love of Christ by volunteering, I thank you on behalf of a grateful church. As you make the gospel known through word and deed, May the blessings of Christ abound in your congregations, in your neighborhoods, and throughout the world. Hi, I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, host of Moments of Assurance on KFUO, inviting you to tune in to the weekend edition of the program at the new time of 7.45 a.m. Saturday and Sunday mornings. There'll be a different text and theme each week and plenty of encouragement and strength, which only the Lord's Word can supply. So join me for a quarter hour of God's power and strength. That's Moments of Assurance weekend at 7.45 a.m. Saturday and Sunday mornings on Worldwide KFUO. Hi, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. It had this phone number on it, and, well, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, and I'd be happy to drop it off. We do anything for kids, yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger. Contact St. Louis Area Food Bank. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. You hear our voices every day as we speak the gospel, share the latest news, or for insightful and sometimes entertaining talk. Why not share your voice with us and send us your feedback, suggestions, and questions? Leave your comment at 314-996-1542. Be sure to follow us on social media, too, so you can like, comment, and share your favorite posts. Drop an email to KFUO at KFUO.org or send a snail mail letter to Worldwide KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. We are broadcasting from LSS Lutheran Senior Services Dunn Road Manor in Florissant, Missouri today. And I'm having a blast visiting with friends at Dunn Road Manor and learning more about the community here. Joining me now is Tammy Payne. She's Faith Community Nurse 
for LSS and serving Dunroad Manor as well as some other uh, communities for LSS. Tammy, it's a pleasure to meet you. Tell us a little bit about your work with LSS, what you get to do as a faith community nurse. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, so I've been with LSS for about a year now um, as a faith community nurse, and I've been in nursing for about 10 years. Um, and I started off in pediatrics and quickly uh, switched to geriatrics. I've always loved kind of both, but um, so for about nine years, I've been working a lot with geriatrics and wellness, um, a lot of, um, um, you know, health prevention. And uh, so as a faith community nurse, though, this job really appealed to me because I am a person of, of faith. And so the holistic approach to care of, um, you know, really taking an active uh, approach to bringing in the spiritual aspect to care really appealed to me. Um, so, you know, with every person that I, that I get to uh, meet, you know, we, we do get to talk about that spiritual piece because we're not just made up of flesh and bones and blood and <laughs> those things. We're, you know, we're mind, body, soul, spirit, and all of it. And so it all matters. And, and, um, and I get to see that in, in real life and, and what I do every day. And it's just inspiring. What are the ways that a faith community nurse serves Dunroad Manor and other communities, uh, other LSS communities? What are the ways that, that you help um, care for the whole person? So um, primarily with Project Wellness, um, my focus is uh, we do blood pressures, um, blood sugars, weight. Um, that's kind of like the meat and potatoes of what we do because those biometric screenings can tell us so much about the person's overall um, picture of well-being or, or if they're not doing so well. Um, so those can be big indicators for us if their blood pressure has spiked or if it's suddenly dropped, you know. We know to explore a little further, look a little further. You know, there's not a whole lot that I can do just, you know, being a nurse, but I can lead them to where they need to go or refer them to their um, primary care physician or, or, you know, direct them in that way. Um, so, but outside of the communities, too, we, we reach out to the community at large um, around every community um, and invite them into our community so that we can also screen them as well. Um, did I answer your question? Yes, yes. That, so it, it's not just the, the tenants, not just the residents here at Dunroad Manor or other LSS affordable housing communities, but it serves the faith community nurses serve the whole community. That's where that word community comes in, serve the whole community. So, uh, so neighbors of, you know, right outside Dunroad Manor can uh, benefit from the services that you provide that first of all that relationship that that you build with uh, with the the people in the community and then providing those screenings to help watch out for those uh, you know those red flags that could mean something greater and then to to direct them where they need to go uh, to get further care and it, really that that prevention tell me about how that prevention can make a difference um, you know, just the, the simple screenings that, that you do on a regular basis, how that can make a difference for someone. Yeah, it's, um, it's been astounding to me because I've, I have seen so many um, residents have come in that didn't realize that their blood sugars were, you know, um, out of control, really. Um, 
and, you know, weren't aware that their blood pressures were a real problem, you know, and they kind of, um, you know, when I would first start working with them, they didn't realize how big of a deal it, it really is and how can, um, how simple changes can impact it and, and improve it. Um, you know, so a lot of what I do is health education. So we talk about how um, lowering your, your intake of sodium can impact your blood pressure, how refraining from that um, coffee, <laughs> you know, um, or soda can, can impact your blood pressure and your blood sugar. And um, so we just, you know, some people want to lose weight and we talk about that. And um, I mean, there's just, it's endless really. <laughs> And speaking of, I understand you have some tips for me today, what I can do to be healthy, just five tips that can help me be healthy and, and for our listeners as well today. So throw them at me. What are some tips I can do to be healthier? Okay. So some tips um, as we're heading into, you know, the fall and the winter, I know a lot of people um, struggle with uh, seasonal affect disorder and they get a little blue at this time of year and then the holidays coming into so some of our seniors you know are dealing with loss and grief and um, maybe this is the first um, season that they're, they're they're spending without a loved one or something so you know there's a lot of these different kinds of considerations so I wanted to take a look at some ways that we can um, stay healthy and and you know keep a, a good um, positive mental attitude through these next few months. Um, so first and foremost, though, I do want to mention um, and encourage everybody to get their flu shot. <laughs> um, we just did a big push here around LSS of, um, promoting, you know, getting flu shot. And um, I, a lot of what I hear people say is, you know, um, I'm not going to get a flu shot because I've gotten one in the past and I got the flu. Well, I just want to say that um, you can't really get the flu from getting a flu shot. Um, the flu shot Every year it changes slightly um, from usually they target three to four of the big hitters that they think are going to cause a problem. If you do get the flu after getting a flu shot, it's most likely not, it's not going to be the flu virus that those were covering. And by getting the flu vaccine, um, it can actually help the symptoms be much reduced and at a lesser time as well. So, um, so get your flu shot. And maybe talk to your doctor also about um, the pneumonia vaccines, possibly a shingles vaccine as well. Um, and secondly, I would say keep eating healthy. Um, you know, a lot of during the winter we get, um, during the winter months, uh, you know, we have a lot of, um, of our go-to uh, fruits and vegetables that are out, out of season. So I would encourage you to take this opportunity and maybe try some of the frozen vegetables because they have less sodium than um, your canned vegetables do. Um, so try some of the winter fruits and vegetables like the pomegranates, the cranberries, um, citrus fruits, grapes, uh, root vegetables. Um, and remember to take your daily vitamin and um, load up on some extra vitamin C to help ward off the colds and, and things like that. Um, so thirdly, I would say let the sun shine in. Open those drapes, open the blinds, um, we need that vitamin D because if you have low D, you're going to have low energy. You're going to feel pretty tired. <laughs> so, um, you know, go outside if it's a milder winter, winter day or maybe a nice fall day. You know, take the dog for a walk or if you have a dog <laughs> or, borrow just, yeah, borrow your neighbor's dog. Take your neighbor's dog for a walk. 
um, just bundle up and go for a walk. Um, if it's too cold, maybe pull back those drapes, have a nice cup of hot tea. Green tea is good. has a lot of antioxidants in it. And, you know, sit in front of the window and take in the, the beauty of nature and, and um, get some of that vitamin D. <laughs> um, fourthly, I would say keep in touch. Um, isolation. We really want to try and prevent isolation. Um, like you heard Yvonne say earlier, there's so much going on within our LSS communities. Um, you know, they have bingo on, on Wednesdays. I, um, the residents here at Denrod, we have a, a book club in the afternoon for about an hour. And so it's a great time of socialization. And usually it's a, some sort of a spiritual book and the residents choose it. And, <laughs> and so it kind of also touches that uh, spiritual component of our overall well-being, And it's a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, just, around the area there's all kinds of any given day there's all kinds of churches uh locally that are having um you know um bible studies or or um silver sneaker groups out there just get active you know get plugged in um somewhere with somebody um volunteering is also a great way to uh giving back and also just you know um getting out there and and, and staying social I love um, our little 101-year-old resident here. Some days she comes in to the kiosk and she will say to me, yeah, I don't really feel like coming to book club today, but I'm going to because I know it's good for me. You know, she has so much wisdom, and I think that, you know, she pushes herself sometimes because she knows it's good for her. Um, and, and I think that says a lot for, you know, how she got to be 101. <laughs> um, and then... Um, fifthly, I would just say, you know, going into winter, you know, keep some extra emergency supplies on hand, um, non-perishable foods, an extra jug of water, maybe some extra meds, um, batteries, flashlights, blankets, things of those nature. Because I know a couple years back we had a pretty bad ice storm and there was a lot of people without electricity and, and stuff like that. So we just want to make sure to stay warm and have some extra food and water and things on hand. Very good, very good. Well, I'd like to meet uh, one of your friends. Let's uh, let's introduce our friend Blanche. Could you come join us? Good morning, Blanche. Tell us a little bit about life here at Dunroad Manor. Your resident here at Dunroad Manor. Tell us a little bit about your life here. Thank you. I've been here four years and I moved in, and I am very happy here. I am a worker. I've worked all my life. I worked till I was 80 years old, and I am 94, and I just cannot hold my hand. I am a craft. I do craft, and beside of my big chair, I got the craft, and I tell everybody, don't bother that trash behind my chair. <laughs> I have made, after I got older, in my 80s, I started making baby quilts. I have had many, many baby quilts. I've sent baby quilts all over the United States to people move in Denver where it's cold. I have sent them to California. And I have one finish now to send away for a little girl. I cannot sit and hold my hand as old as I am. I sit, I cannot waste time. And when Tammy came in, I was so happy to meet her. 
she is the wonderfulest lady. And uh, I had a little trouble with my, uh, I'm a diabetic, and I had a little trouble with my uh, diabetic. And I spoke to my neighbor about it, not Tammy. And she went straight and told Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> and Tammy came to my apartment, checked me out. She checked with my doctor, got me an early appointment. Tammy is so concerned about us. You cannot look sad because she will say, what's the matter? She will cheer you up. She is the most wonderfulest person you met. She cries with you. She prays with you. She does everything you need. She is such a wonderful person to have in your life. <laughs> and uh, we talk about our children, our relation, and our aunts and uncles and all of those things. She's just the person you need when you're down. And speaking of uh, sunshine and exercise, like she says, at my age, I do a lot of walking. I still walk. But this kind of weather, since the uh, building is bigger, I can walk through the building. And I walk each floor, sometimes three and four times. One floor, three and four times a day. And if I don't do it in the day, I'll do it in the evening. It is good exercise, and we love our new apartment. That gives us more room, more visitors, and we do enjoy it. We have had several of the new people have come in and joined us in our meetings, and we appreciate them. And as far as children, that has been my life, I guess. Children and elderly people has always been my life. When I was a girl, eight and nine years old. You know, back in those days, people used coal and wood. And my mother would ask us, go down and see is the neighbor wood box full. And that was a good way to get out the house. We would run all the way to her house. And we called her Aunt Seeley. And we would fill Aunt Seeley's wood box up and she would rock in her chair. And back in them days, people kept fruit and dry fruit, and they see they always had a big jar of raisins. We would do the wood getting in, and she would reach in there and give us a handful of raisins, and we would be so happy. Uh, and uh, after that, and see they was so sweet. She had to go in a nursing home, and we missed her. But my life has been dedicated to children. I started a little Bible class when school was out in my neighborhood in the 70s. The kids would play ball all day, and, you know, about 12 or 1 o'clock, they was tired and they'd get upset. So I would say, go in and take a nap and come back, and I got some for you. So I would have cookies or something made, and they it doesn't take much to make kids happy, and it don't take much to make older people happy. And I always give them something, and it made them so happy. And uh, I would uh, have them once a day. Thank you. School you have, it sounds like you have a, a lot of stories to share. You live 
you live a very active life, it sounds like, here at Dunroad Manor, a very fulfilling life. And it sounds like Project Wellness with, uh, with Nurse Tammy has been a key part of that, it, as you shared your story of how those screenings have been helpful to you, but also your relationship with Nurse Tammy has, has been very helpful to you as well, helping you stay, uh, you know, stay on top of your health and, and not just your physical health, but also emotional and, and, and spiritual care as well. Now, I know Project Wellness is an initiative that, that you are a key part of, Nurse Tammy, and that is something that's been recognized recently. Um, and tell me a little bit about uh, being a part of Project Wellness and that recognition. Well, I'm super proud of this uh, award that we received earlier this year through the American Association of Service Coordinators. Um, We received this prestigious award of excellence. It's right here. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, it's it's a total team effort. Um, There's a lot of collaboration between um, the the faith community nurses and the service coordinators. you know, we work in really in unison to, to help meet the needs and, and, and provide this project wellness to our residents and um, the community at large. Um, so seniors age 55 and older, 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 I guess I should say that it's not, it's not, we're not going to turn away somebody who comes in that's, you know, a family member who's 30 or something, but really it's targeted for seniors age 55 and over. And um, so, you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's a team effort. Very proud. Thank you, and congratulations on the the award, the recognition, the award of excellence. Project Wellness is a a fantastic initiative that serves not just the residents, but the whole community. Blanche is living proof of that. And Blanche, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And and God's blessings on your your life here at Dunroad Manor. Tammy, thank you so much for spending some time helping us learn about Project Wellness and your work here and the, the residents that you get to serve with each day here at Dunroad Manor and other LSS communities. Thanks so much. Well, it's time to check in now with my regular Thursday co-host, Anne-Marie Wallace with Lutheran Senior Services and learn a little bit more about uh, what's going on at Dunroad Manor. we got the, the open house today and what's coming up, too. I know. I've been sitting in the back listening to the conversations that have been happening, listening to Susan and Yvonne, Blanche and Tammy, and Dunroad Manor really is such a fantastic community of Lutheran Senior Services for affordable housing, just for the reasons that Susan mentioned. So, Andy, we are so glad that you could spend the morning here with us. It has really feel like and have been very welcomed here. If you are in the St. Louis area, come check out the event today, the open house from 1 to 4 at Dunroad Manor. Um, as Susan shared earlier, West Florissant Road or um, I forgot the other crossroad, right off of two, Hallsbury, New Hallsbury. Yep, uh, right off of 270. The, the driveway is right next to the Lion's Choice. Um, come, come visit us here today and see what's going on at Dunroad Manor. Learn more about it. What We have uh, just a couple of minutes left, about two and a half, three minutes coming up. Um, what's coming up? for LSS in the the coming weeks. I know that the holidays are right around the corner, too. What's coming up? There are. No, um, there's a few things that we have coming. So two weeks from now, actually, in studio, we're going to have the LSS CFO, Paul Osier. He's going to be with us talking about some retirement retirement tips. So financials are a big part of retirement and kind of how can you make sure that you're prepared for that. So Paul um, will be joining us in studio. We're very excited about that. And then... Two weeks after that, 
We're actually going to be hosting an LSS Christmas program. It's going to be at Merrimack Bluff. So we're taking you all on the road again for that. But we're actually, all our communities are coming together, and we're going to be putting on a live Christmas program. So we hope you join us there as well. That's December 14th. So lots of good things coming up, starting today with the open house. Great opportunity to learn more about affordable housing, talk with some specialists who really know their stuff. Um, I think there also might be some cookies and punch and coffee if that um, intrigues you as well. I might stick around just for that. And then Tammy, who you all just recently met, she's also going to be there doing free blood pressure screenings as well as some others. So this is a great opportunity to learn more about affordable housing, but then also get a health check for yourself. So we hope to see you between 1 and 4 today or give us a call anytime if you can't make it. But Andy, once again, we're so glad that you could join us here at Dunroad Manor. Well, I'm glad that Nurse Tammy will be here for the live event and doing uh, blood pressure screening and also making sure that uh, I don't eat too many of the cookies or too much of the coffee. Uh, the number here at Dunroad Manor, 314-830-2774, 314-830-2774 to find out more about life at Dunroad Manor. And uh, again, come check out the, the open house today. We've got Christmas festivities coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, you just got to listen and uh, find out more about that as well. The place to find out more about LSS, lssliving.org, is that right? That is correct. And we have a brand new website that's up and running with lots of great resources, so definitely check that out. lssliving.org is the place to find out more. And we're going to have, we have just about a minute left. Anything else that we want to share today? And I want to say thanks to all our friends here at Dunroad Manor. Anything else you want to share in our last minute? Oh, I do. I want to say a special thank you um, to Susan Hutchinson. You saw her earlier today. She's actually retiring at the end of the year after 17 years with LSS, 35 in affordable housing. Um, we have been so blessed. Um, for her contribution to the lives of older adults. So, Susan, I do want to say happy retirement. We are going to miss you so much, and thank you for all the knowledge and, and the ways that you've invested your talents at Lutheran Senior Services. Susan has always been fun. I was just saying earlier during the break that Susan should come join us as co-host. That's That could be your retirement career, Susan. You could come join us on a regular basis. That's your new retirement career. We found a spot for you. See, you never get to retire when you hang out with us. Well, thank you all for listening today. Thanks to the friends at Dunroad Manor. I'm Andy Bates. Thanks to Sarah Golseth, producer back in the studio, keeping things running, making sure that we sound good today. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening to Faith and Family today. LSSliving.org is the website. Find out more about Lutheran Senior Services. been listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.